G'day folks, welcome back to Measure Twice, Cut Once, Season 3, Episode 3. Chris, wow, we're, we're, we're straight back into it and up to Episode 3 already, mate. It goes quick, it just goes too quick. It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, had a, we had a ripping show last week, didn't we? We did, yes, yes. We uh, we spoke to Josh and Mark and um, yep. what did we actually talk about? We got a solid insight to the differences between... Uh, YouTube being your learning uh, TAFE or university and mm. also what it was like to be a trade qualified um, person in a, whatever industry you've uh, chosen to go into. So yep. if you're a cabinet maker, you know, uh, is it worth doing your four year apprenticeship or can you use uh, or learn some of the same skills by just viewing YouTube? Um, you know, and it was good to get that different dynamic of people who have done it differently. So mm. yeah, well, I'll admit I learned everything I know. I sort of learned through YouTube. So yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm I'm not a qualified carpenter or anything like that. So yeah, thanks to YouTube. It is, it is, and I'm the same. And uh, yeah, like we're both trained in different occupations as far as you know. Well, I'm a printer by trade. So then I did fitting and turning. So there you, go. you know, uh, it was a long time to learn the skills and. I think sometimes by the time you get back to, um, you know, a different application of what you learned two years ago, you've mm. forgotten the whole process. Yeah. Whereas uh, YouTube, you can just hit the, you know, look up that video again. That's so, it. Away you go. Yeah. So, um, no, that was good. Um, Chris, we have to make mention of our wonderful partners, mate, who were part of a grouse giveaway last year. Yes. Yes. Yep. So, so we've got Nathan and Scott. You call him Nath, don't you? Nath, yeah, I know. Nath, Nath. He, he rang me up and said if I ever call him that again, he's <laughs> he's going to encase me in uh, epoxy. Epoxy, yeah. yeah. And then the Scott will come along and uh, put a sheen over you. Yeah, probably with his, and... with, with his, um, what is his? Um... Yes, he's a uh, very fine finish yeah, grit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got a tin of that around here somewhere, haven't we? You know what? Give me a second. All right, There we go, look at that. Yeah. Custom grit step one and custom grit step two. And working up to some very high uh, grits, isn't it? I think it starts at 500 and goes up to about 1,000 or something I'll tell like you, I've, I have actually tried a little bit of this. Yep. On a, on a pen that I made and it came up mirror. Mirror. That's... It was unbelievable. It's really, really good stuff. Yeah. You know, like you get a lot of these people that make this stuff. Yep. All right. And, uh, and I've tried a lot of it and they claim... Mm. You know, their products are the best and all that sort of thing. And yeah, you know, it comes up all right. But this stuff genuinely, and I, I don't I don't say that lightly, this stuff genuinely is really, really good. Yeah. And, and we spoke to um, both uh, Nathan and uh, Scott, episode one. And we did, yes. Good insights, you know, and a mm. uh, little bit about their business development, how they got to the stages of uh, creating good stuff like this. And yeah. Where it prospectively will end up as far as, you know, in the market somewhere. Yep. And hopefully it does... Uh, become a success story for a couple of hard-working young Australian lads. I think so, yeah. So another thing, Chris, um, the challenge that's going on is um, hosted by James Finger. It's a YouTube challenge. Yep, yep. And we'll just mention of it once again. It's the uh, hashtag WoodJigs21 challenge. And it's... Don't, <laughs> the emphasis, I think... Uh, James is trying to put a, uh, behind this is to make a unique jig. A unique jig, yeah. So, you know, not, I mean, a lot of people would make a cross-cut sled. A cross-cut sled, I mean, everybody, I mean, yeah. 
the greater majority, I'd say, would have a, um, a table saw mm. and probably don't have a table saw sled. So that would be their first, you know, go-to. Yeah. But be, be as creative and as, as inventive as you can, you know, like come up with... Like I've got a, I made a little jig um, for my uh, Festool Domino. That's right. So that I can um, yeah. you know, plunge into certain spots. Yep. That's the sort of stuff we're talking about. Too right, yeah. too right. And I, I've got a good idea as well, which is a... A type of a sled I'm working on. It's got nothing to do with a table saw, but uh, another bit of machinery. And I, I think it's going to be a, a, a good necessity, you know, an easy go-to type item. And that's what we're, James, I think, is looking for. I think so, yeah. yeah. Actually, you know what? Table saw sleds are a good idea, but I reckon I might make a sled from my bandsaw. Well, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Combine it with a circle cutting jig, or you've already yeah. got that, haven't I've you? I've already got one of those. Yeah. Yep, yep. yep. Um, I've already made a lot of jigs. Yeah. So, yeah, I might do that. I might make one for me. Uh, I'm not going to say anything. No. Otherwise, no. people are going to steal my idea. It's a giveaway what Chris is doing. Oh, no. <laughs> so that, that challenge is um, the videos. Anyone who wants to make a YouTube video for it, that uh, you have to have that out by the last weekend in August. In August, yeah, with the hashtag WoodJigs21. WoodJigs21. That's, uh, yep. that's what, where it's at, Chris. And um, we have a good show again today. We always have good shows, Dirk. Yeah, yeah. I reckon we do. Yeah. What do you reckon we uh, look at getting into it? I think it might be a good idea. Right, eh? Let's, let's get into it. Yeah. We'll start now. Now? Yeah. Well, in a minute. All right. So, Chris, we, we had a good discussion, a good think over the, you know, the, the time we had off, a little, you know... Hiatus from the uh, season? Time off. Two to three? Yeah, time off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> time in memoriam. <laughs> um, so this, this week we want to talk about the technological changes that have uh, come in the last 20 years as far as a lot of the things we uh, use machinery-wise or in the applications uh, to do, you know, different things like editing, uh, even the safety aspect of yeah. where, you know, just it, it's... It, Seems like it gets better and better, faster and faster. Um, uh, when you say faster and faster, these new advances are coming out quicker. Or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the the development is coming off. All right, we're at this stage. Yep. And then we look at that stage and say, well, we can make the enhancements mm. a lot quicker. And, right. and sometimes that can be just like uh, a little bit of a gimmick or novelty as well. Mm. But you know, um, some of the things. I reckon, like, you go back 20 years and you look at setting up your workshop, um, just just the basic things like a layout, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what uh, the rest of the audience have had as far as experiencing and um, reflecting on the time, you know, when they've set up their workshops. But 20 years ago, were you aware that a perimeter-type workshop was the, the way to lay it out? No. No. No, I... Um... My my workshop twenty years ago was just it was slap bang. I was just I, I threw everything in there. I need one of these. I need one of these. Just chuck it all in and away yeah. you went. That was that was my uh, workshop, but it sort of um, evolved over time. Yeah, you know you you, you look at the new uh, the new stuff that was coming out like the I mean I I don't have one, but you look at the new like saw stop. You know the the safety aspect of that. Oh, I need one of them. Um, even the, the humble drill press, mm. you know, like now they've got uh, drill presses where you can actually dial in 
yeah. you know, your depth of cut and everything and yeah, you know, speed is uh, yeah without changing a pulley. Yeah, yep. you know, so that sort of thing. But um, yeah, I suppose twenty years ago it was a lot different than what it is today. I'm going to sort of jump in straight away and just look. The the biggest change that I feel for the workshop is the helical cutter for. Um, either um, your, your uh, jointer yeah. or your thicknesser or your combo unit, you know. Yeah. Now, I've got, I've got two machines, both with helical cutters in there, and I can tell you, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, that those cutters yeah. are incredible. Yeah. They are, as far as I'm concerned, they're game changers. Oh. You know, like I, I can take a piece of timber. This used to be an old pallet. Now, it's straight off straight off the um, the uh, the thickness up. Yep. I don't need to sand that at all. Have a feel of that. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I, I've got a thickness up with that, yep. that head in it, and it, it is just incredible. That sort of stu stuff was more available to industry, right. I think, prior to it becoming, you know, uh, the standard staple in workshops. Mm. But as you said, you know, it's becoming more and more affordable. And as the time goes on, you know, your, your straight blades and all your sort of high-speed steel type uh, things are being, you know, taken over now by a helical-shaped cutters yeah. with carbide in them, you know, carbide inserts. Mm. And they've got the ability to be turned, you know, three times after the initial ones yeah. wear down. So longevity. Longevity. So you don't have to, you don't have to change your blades as often, which is good. Yeah. Um, the one, one big thing was, um, if you're running a piece of pallet wood through your thicknesser or your jointer, and you left a nail in it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, bang! You got a nick in the blades. It's not an issue with these anymore because if you get a nick in one of these, you just turn one of them around <laughs> and away you go. Yeah. So you know, like you, you look at plus and minus of that is that it, it's a little bit dearer than the, the conventional setup, but mm. as time goes on, again. Those other, you know, the older technology will be phased out, I, I believe, or be just available at, say, uh, hardware stores for the yep. absolute beginners. Yep. But, you know, this this type of, uh, it, it's just great because woodworking shouldn't be a chore. No. And and as you said, you get that finish from running that over your jointer. Yep. You, you know, as compared to something that wears out or dulls quick and then it chatters and, you know, it's just, you no. don't want to do it that way. No. So, no. I think the downside to that is um, all the people that, that have machines with straight cutters in them, mm. in time, I think those the machines are going to be almost like giveaway. Yeah, you know, yeah. People are going to go, straight cutters, mm. I don't need that. Yep. So that's I think that's the downside. But the good thing is you can actually upgrade your current equipment. Yes. Like the two machines I've got came with straight cutters. Yep. And I just went out and bought the, the actual units and, and fitted them myself. Yeah. And now... I've got the, the best of both worlds here, so... Oh, no doubt. And, you know, like I, I always say, and you probably do the same, if people ask you, the, the, the natural, natural reaction for me is to say, just save a little bit longer and get, the, that, get that little bit upgraded uh, standard of machinery yep. and you will never look back because no. it, it, that's, that's what it's here for, mm. you know? So, exactly right. Um, exactly no, right. good. Good. That's a good, good uh, idea, Chris, that you mm. brought up there. Mm. And, um, you know, just the first little bit, the layout of the workshop used to be everything was just solid and whacked into a spot. Yep. Now we have more dynamics because we put things on casters and yeah. make it mobile. So, Well, if you're like me, if you're only working out of a two-car garage, yeah. 
and you need to leave space for one for a car, mm. then everything has to be on wheels. It's got to be. Um, what's what's what? There's a word that that describes that kind of a workshop. It's um, it'll come to me. It'll come to me, and I'll tell you what it is. Yeah. But um, dynamic is that the word? Yeah, it's a new. It creates a a fresh dynamic, a new dynamic to. Yeah. To you know, evolution of workshop. Yeah, I don't know if it's the right word dynamic, but anyway, it's, it's yeah. but I can. I'm not. I'm not locked into a a particular setup in yeah. here. I mean, my, I've got my table saw and my, my workbench set up in the middle of the workshop now. Yeah. If I need to, I can actually move it over into the corner. Yeah. And you know, use it over there, or I can move it over here. Mm. All my other um, machines are on wheels as well, like my jointer thicknesser. Yeah. I can put that over here. I could take it over there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So it, the 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 whole workshop layout works. Yeah. As to what I'm doing at the time. Yeah. You know, like if I'm working with big sheet goods. Yeah. I can move it out. And, and I've been watching like the progress you've made here. First time I came into your garage or workshop, I thought this is a great setup. And it wasn't until you pointed out the the you know the negatives of it, mm. and you did the whole remodel and. You, you did the fenchway punchway uh, policy, yep. and it's, you still have everything you need, but it's now organised, and because you've got things that you can move around, you can nearly fit one and a half cars in here. Yeah. You know? it's, it's just, it's amazing, isn't it? I've been asked to buy a motorbike. Oh, have you? Yeah. PW50? <laughs> I don't know if that'll carry me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, just, you know, that's, that's, a, that's an interesting fact and, mm. and and we do we have spoken about that on past episodes but it's 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 always good to re, do a bit of a refresher yeah you know because yeah. everyone's everyone in the comments is you know virtually saying yeah i'm about to do this yep. and that so yeah what else chris we've got um i think one of the major things is the uh some of the software that's being developed for well, yeah i was just going to say let's move out of the workshop now yeah and sit in front of the computer yeah all right now right. even for, for myself um the evolution from where i started with my youtube videos to where it is now yep two different two different fish yeah so say so me personally i i was the prior to youtube i was pretty um inadequate with most of the technology out there how do you how do you use anything it's, no no it's not inadequate all right they call it um computer illiterate yes yes right. yeah perhaps and, and it's not to have a go at you i'm not having a go at no, you. No, no, that's no. just how they say it, right i was computer illiterate, illiterate yeah all right but then uh, it's whatever you want to if, if you're really got an interest in it you're going to really dive headlong into it and, yep. and learn you know everything about it so i've gone from um using my phone an iMovie yeah. to the setup that I have now yeah. and Final Cut Pro. Yep. And uh, I, I hope that um, my videos come across a lot better, you know. Well you've been you know, you've been credited by Uncle Knackers, he's he was quite blown away. And yeah, actually that's you're right. Yeah. He even asked about the setup you have and yeah. you know, and, and that's like someone who's done well in YouTube asking you questions about what the next step might be for him. Mm. You know? Yeah. And, and all of us. Um, but the technology that is there, say, I don't know, I'm a bit of an Apple connoisseur, um, and I find it, it's just an easy system to use. And once you get the basics, you know, down pat, uh, it leads to you becoming creative and in which way you want to use it. Yep. So, you know, you, go, you, you reflect back on your early videos, uh, be it recorded with a phone or whatever. I used to do it with my uh, iPad. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and then, then you then you realise, well, 
I can improve it somehow, and then then you come down to the editing suite, like you mentioned. Yep. I still use iMovie. I, I find it good, uh, good enough for what I'm doing at the moment. And but I, I see what you can achieve with you know the the grade of the better grade of um, software. Yeah. Look, for me, it's it's always um, with, with everything I do, I try and learn something new. Um, and pick up a new skill, that sort of thing. That's why I've like my camera equipment's evolved to where it is now. Mm. You know, like the phone's great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. The phone worked really, really good. When I got the iPhone 11, um, the the quality that came out of that was mm. mind blowing. Yeah? yeah. As opposed to like my first camera, yeah. my first uh, iPhone. Um, but now I've got the the DSLR, the Nikon DSLR. Yep. Um, and the computer, um, we mentioned Patrick on our show a couple of times. Yes. Um, the, the, our guru. Yep. Uh, he's upgraded my computer and yours as well. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So they're a lot quicker now and they can run um, bigger programs. Yes. All right. So I've gone straight into um, Final Cut Pro. Mm. Uh, I've loaded that up. I've loaded up um, some of the Adobe Creative Suite. Yeah. Like, for example, um, Illustrator. Yep. Um, which I use for the next thing we're going to talk about. Yep. Um, I use Photoshop, I use InDesign, and all that combines together so that I can produce mm. a better video. Yeah. So. And, and, and what I love is I, I, I hit you up for information. So, like, if there's little snippets I want to learn, I'll ask you. And, you know, people in the community always well, want to help each other out. Yeah, and, yeah that's you know, what we're here for. I, I don't want to learn your software, like, in one hit, but if I've got an issue, you'll, you'll at least give me a solution or something to think about. And if I don't, our guru will. The guru. He's, he's, he, he talks a lot of sense, doesn't he? He talks a lot and you, you know and what? I absorb it slowly. I reckon we should. <laughs> we should get him on oh. on an episode yeah. and just talk about technology, right? And he'll blow your mind, yeah. trust me. He, he's about this big, isn't he? Yeah. Is he going to fit the screen? I'll have to stand on a box. <laughs> We do like the podium, <laughs> gold, silver, bronze. <laughs> but uh, no, that's 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 good, you know. Like uh, and well, even look, even one one little piece of software that we uh, failed to mention was um, SketchUp. SketchUp, yeah, yeah SketchUp. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, um, and I, look, I, I still do it now. I, I draw up a little diagram of what I want to make. But mm. um, if if I want to do something like a bigger project, yeah, I'll jump. I'll jump straight into um, speak of the devil. I'll jump straight into um, SketchUp. Yeah, and I'll make sure everything's set a hundred percent. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, and, and it's a it's a wonderful thing. I, I yes. think if you know how to, what it's about. Um, so we you mentioned we we're going to touch upon uh, something like a CNC. Yep. Which is uh, in the last twenty years, how how far has that come? Oh, yeah. CNCs used to um, you'd have to sell one of your kids to get one. Yep. Um, but nowadays they're as cheap as chips. I mean, I've got one that only cost me, you know, under fifteen hundred bucks. Yep. You know, and that's yep. for me that's unheard of. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and I, I'm having a lot of fun with this one too. Yeah. So. Can I can I just allude to yeah? Th this is what you can do with it. You know, it's like try doing that by hand. Oh, that'd take you forever. It, it would yeah. take you a long time. Yeah. But uh, that that uh, took literally fifteen minutes to carve. Yeah. And uh, almost a ready product to go. And um, back in the day, I, when I did my trade, the um, we used to have the what is it, the CAD CAM, uh, computer aided drafting. There was yeah. a there was a particular division where the the engineers and that they designed all the, you know the, the sort of software and the development of uh, how 
something was going to be made, and that would then go into the tool room. That'd be programmed in, but those machines were worth five hundred thousand bucks. Oh. You know, it's just like now we can set ourselves up for maybe two grand. Yep. And you can you can create some wonderful stuff. Oh, you can, you can. Yeah. And um, like I said, I, I uh, when I decided I was going to get the CNC machine, I did a little bit of uh, research and that sort of. And I, I'm going to do a shameless plug here. Yeah, right, for, go for uh, it. For blue, blue Carve. Blue Carve. Blue Carve CNC. Um, speak to Adam if you ever want to get one. Um, it's a great machine for, like, bang for buck. Mm. It is a really, really good machine. Yeah. And um, you don't need to spend thousands of dollars on an Inventables. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just grab one of these. It yeah. does the job, you know. You know what, and I, I always say this, I reckon blue, anything that's blue in your shop, workshop, is, uh, I don't know, it's just a nice, appealing, refreshing type of colour, isn't it? So you're saying I should get rid of all my Dwight stuff? Well, it's a bit of bosh. It could be lined up on those walls there. Just saying. Sorry, Chris. I know you're on a budget and you want to retire in just under two years, over two years. Two years, four months, <laughs> nine days. I'll keep you working for another three. <laughs> three? At this rate, I'll have to work into my next life. <laughs> so, um, just uh, what, another thing that's interesting is that safety in, in machinery, yeah. in, in just layout and everything is, has come a long way as well. Yeah, that's all, that's all taking leaps and bounds as yeah. well. I mean, we've got now respirators and you know, they're, they're a lot better and yep. safety goggles. Yep. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, even like the, like the, the big one, like the saw stop. Yeah, yeah. You touch the blade and it just. Yep. And you come away with nothing more than a little cut on your finger, rather than losing a whole finger or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it's tech, yeah, even safety's come a long way in the last twenty years. Um, dust extraction. You know, you get those uh, those overhead units yeah. that take the fine particles yeah. out. You 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 capturing dust at the source. Uh, wood turners. You know, you got those big sort of shrouds that come up to where you're turning and uh it's you know taking they, all that away yeah it's all gone mm -hmm. so there's minimal sort of cleanup isn't there oh yeah if you you know you set up your workshop correctly yeah that's right that's um, right i've got the four canisters now everywhere so yeah. that, that works for me um i you know i should get one of those um scrubbers for the ceiling yeah it wouldn't hurt wouldn't hurt you know you got enough clearance here oh, i have yeah but if Patrick comes <laughs> in, he might uh, beat himself on it. Patrick will appear on the video with a big bark on his, on his scone. <laughs> no, but that's, uh, yeah, so, you know, that's, I, I suppose people who make things and machines recognise that there's an injury risk in, in everything. And, you know, those who have heard the call earliest and developed something for today's market uh, are going to prosper, aren't they? Oh, for sure. So, and, you know, even us, you know, we might come up with an idea one day and it could be revolutionary for industry, you know, we're trying to be part of. We might make a million dollars. Well, we could make a million, yeah. All right. I'm going to come up with an idea. If you've if you got the idea, we'll go halves because I'm, I'm your wingman. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Let's go with that. Yeah, so, no, just uh, if anyone's got any other ideas, put it down in the comments below. Yep. And, um, you know. Well, if you, yeah, so if you've sort of uh, come across something that you thought, this I never would have seen this twenty years ago. You know, like uh, yeah. even in the software that you use or the machinery that you use. You know, yeah. yeah. Just let us know how, how you've seen the advances in technology. Yeah, yeah, and um, and and, and possibly what do you see 
happening in the future? Have you got, you know, any insights or, you know, are there things that might, you know, you go, oh, that's so clever. Remember the thing that you thought you could, um, you set it up on your Midasaur and it gives you the distance from the blade. Oh, that, yeah. Whatever happened to that? I don't know. It was, uh, it was out there in the market, like development stage. Uh, Rikon. I think it was a Rikon. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was supposed to, you know, you set it up, calibrate it from the bro- your, bl- your blade. Yep. And um, you do repetitive cuts at that distance. And yep. it would just... Uh, so there was a little, little wheel that, little uh, wheel. that yep. ran on the timber and yep. uh, on your stock. And, yeah. um, and measure, gave you dead accurate cuts. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, I think it was, it was to, to, um, to make, get away from the, like, the, the actual physical stop. Yes, yeah? yes. That's what it was, yep. I think, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it, they, they advertised it for, for a number of months and all of a sudden it's disappeared. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think they were looking for people to uh, crowdfund it. Yeah. And, and I'm not sure, I'm not sure if it'll ever be out or if it was just some one of those things, you know, but hopefully, I mean, that's clever. That is clever. It is. Yeah. It is. Maybe we should start developing something. Yeah. Develop a good show. Okay, all right, let's yeah, do that. We'll report on these things rather than design them. <laughs> all right, well I, think, well, I think we've nailed that topic down. We have, we have. Um, all right, well, uh, what do you think we should do next week, Dirk? Mate, let's have a look at what we might do next week. Let's see next week. Yeah. <laughs> Funny moment there, Chris. Um, just talking about how... How, you know, we're getting very good at looking at the camera, not the monitor. Yes. But um, apart from that, we want to have a little bit of a yak about what we got coming up next week on the show. We've got another show next week. Yeah, well, you know, people mm. keep saying, looking forward to next week, so you've got to do that. Oh, okay, all right. We have, we have, we have, we have a very special guest. Uh, a person who's been part of the YouTube community in Australia for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, this person is none other than Victor from Down Under Woodworks. Oh, that's a good one. It is, it is. Wow. Our school teacher. Yes. Remember, we used to say, when Victor sits down and talks to the audience, we sit down and go, yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, but he's a, he's, a, he's a great, he's a great uh, sort of mind, isn't he? Some of the stuff he's developed. I, and, I think I've actually said it before. I, I love the way he goes, but he just looks so laid back. Yeah. You know, like no, nothing's too much of an issue. Mm. Just get into it and do it, man, and mellow out. You know, <laughs> I, I, I love that. I love watching his videos. And, and actually, Victor can he'd be sort of person you could relate to today's show with uh, people coming up with innovative ideas yeah. on, on some of the projects he's worked on. But yeah. we'll save that conversation for next week, mate. Um, want to make challenge? Uh, challenge. Want to make uh, note that there is a YouTube challenge going on. It's the hashtag WoodJigs21 challenge, hosted by none other. Than uh, James Finger from Fix It Fingers. Yep. Mm. So, uh, end, end date is the end of August. So, mm. you know, you've got six weeks or so left. Yeah. Five weeks. About that, something like that, yeah. Yeah. Get creative, people. Yeah. Don't uh, just do a table saw sleeve. No. And um, talking about what we're doing as far as uh, measure twice and cut once this year, this season. I keep saying year. I know. Feels like a year. Every, um, every day feels like a year doing this. <laughs> so, you know, we, we put out the, the word last season about what people would like to, you know, see on this show and where it would be heading. 
Mm. And we, we did sort of initially start by becoming a uh, representative to Australia. You know, that's where we are. Yes. But now we're into a little bit, not we want to be uh, inviting international guests to come on panels and uh, having a few panel discussions. I yeah. think... I think it could be good. I think it'll be a great idea. Yeah, yeah. so get, get get the world involved. Let's get the world yeah. involved. Yeah, you know, there's some good people out there. Mate. There are, there are. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, the the community's not just, you know, you and me and a couple of people around us here in 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 Melbourne. The community's the world. Exactly. You know, it's it's people around. We we get along with a lot of the people around the world, and yeah, um, yeah. and it's, it'd be good to, to have a chat with them. Yeah. I think. And, and it doesn't have to be just YouTube. It can be off Instagram, off Facebook groups. Yeah. Uh, people who, who just want to, you know, they've got a good story to tell. So come on board, you know. Yeah. Um, we'll fit you in and we're happy to do that. We are more than happy. And, more uh, than happy. So if you haven't already subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. Hit that uh, notification bell. Yeah, yeah. And tell everybody what you do on a Sunday at 8 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. I, I advertise at 8.30 once. <laughs> Jeez, mate. Yeah, Someone. I think you got the date wrong too at one stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I went straight to August. I know. Just for uh, you know, thinking about the future of the show. I know. I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Thanks to our partners. Who are they? Uh, Nathan. Who's, who's that? Uh, from uh, Hammeroo. Good old Nathan. 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 I'm gonna. Nathan. You know what? I don't care. If he encases me in uh, poxy, then <laughs> I'll live forever. <laughs> Nathan. Nath from Hamaru and Scott from Custom Creations. Yep. So thank you guys and uh, get on there, get on their websites, support them. They're yep. a startup Australian small business and yep. they need your help as much as you know they give back to us and our audience, Chris. And they make good products. Good, really good products. Very, very good products. So I think uh, that's just about a wrap for this week. I think so. I think we've done it. Yep. Have we kept it under half an hour for the first oh, time ever? Yeah, 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 yeah. You do, you do all the nips and tucks, mate. Yeah, I'm going to have to do a little bit of trimming. Yeah, yeah, good. Sounds good, mate. All right, done. All right, so I'm going to say hooroo because that's what I say. Well, I might as well just go bye for now. See you, Chris. See you, Dirk. Slap that thing. Yeah. How about that? Oh. Not bad for a cold day. <laughs> Not bad for an early morning too. Got your stopwatch. Oh, this hurt my ears. <laughs> okay. Roll. Rolling. 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 It's not going to make the bloopers, is it? What? I sing. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket, mate. <laughs>